Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights, brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Thank you for joining us at XM.com. This is the Daily Market Comment Podcast for Wednesday, March 1st by Rafi Boyajian. I'm Christina Marujos. After ending February on a sour note, equity markets started the new month in a cheerier mood with the help of some much-needed positive headlines from China. Manufacturing activity in the world's second-largest economy grew at the fastest pace in more than a decade in February. Both the official and cakes and PMI readings topped expectations in the strongest sign yet that demand and supply are being fully restored following the lifting of all COVID restrictions in December. Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index rallied the most on the back of the upbeat data, surging by more than 4%, while China's benchmark CSI 300 Index jumped 1.4%. The initial tepid pickup in the economy had raised some concerns about how long it would take for the full effects of the reopening to transpire, so it's very encouraging for investors to see that the recovery is well underway. Nevertheless, there's still some caution, as the pent-up demand could fade quite quickly amid other woes facing the Chinese economy. For global investors, any positive takeaway from China has to be weighed against the angst about central banks overreacting to the inflation threat and causing a hard economic landing. Those lingering risks are holding back the gains in Europe and the United States. Apart from London's FTSC 100, which is benefiting from a rally in mining stocks, shares elsewhere are up modestly, and U.S. E-mini futures are only marginally in positive territory. All of Wall Street's main indices ended February in the red as traders were forced to reassess how many more times the Fed will raise rates in 2023 following a series of stronger-than-expected U.S. data, including inflation. However, this week's releases have been rather mixed, adding to the uncertainty about whether or not the U.S. growth is slowing or accelerating. Investors will be hoping that the ISM manufacturing PMI due later today will shed some more light on the state of the American economy. In the meantime, bond yields continue to edge up, with eurozone yields in particular racing higher as the European Central Bank begins running down its balance sheet today. The start of quantitative tightening is a major test for the European Central Bank, whose holdings now exceed 5 trillion euros after years of asset purchases. But the uptick in yields is likely a reaction to yesterday's hotter-than-expected flash CPI figures out of France and Spain ahead of tomorrow's eurozone ones. The various regional German CPI ratings are so far not pointing to the same upside surprise, but nevertheless, expectations for the European Central Bank's terminal rate have risen to fresh highs on Wednesday and are fast approaching 4%. This is giving the euro a significant leg up against the US dollar, hitting a one-week high of $106.57 earlier in the session. The pound was also up, resuming its advance from Monday when it was boosted from the UK and EU, resolving their dispute over Northern Ireland after the rebound was cut short yesterday from an attempted comeback by the dollar. But the greenback is on the back foot today, as risk sentiment improves and the yen is mostly weaker too. Among the commodity-linked currencies, the New Zealand dollar is leading the gains by a wide margin. The optimism around the recovery in Chinese demand is likely driving the risk-sensitive Aussie, Kiwi and Looney higher. But with the Bank of Canada pausing and question marks about how much further the Reserve Bank of Australia will tighten, only the Kiwi is able to stage a solid rally today. 
Canada's economy did not grow at all in the last quarter of 2022, underscoring the Bank of Canada's plans to pause while Australian GDP growth for the same period also disappointed today, prompting investors to pare back some of their more hawkish bets on the Reserve Bank of Australia. If it wasn't for the GDP miss, the Australian currency would probably have soared after the Chinese PMI numbers, though this may not necessarily imply that RBA policy will be affected much by the softer-than-anticipated data. Thank you for listening to the Daily Market Common Podcast here at XM.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.